Okay. So I'm going to clap again. All right. All right. This is bacon. And that's mostly because I just started a new project because <laughs> I had it in 44.1. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Because yeah, that's that... the default of uh, Audacity. Oh, yeah. So whenever you open up a new project, if you're not paying attention, it goes 44.1. And then we play the drift game, and that makes Bacon very happy. Yeah, don't don't play the drift game. However, Comma. I believe... You're going to edit this one? Am I? Next one? Are you? I don't. I, Do you I want can. To? I mean, because we still have. We're. This is. We already 75. have. Yeah. And if I'm correct, 72 is the last one. So we're already two in the bag. Yeah. So, I mean, I have six weeks to edit this. No. Well, yes, truly you do. <laughs> and And you know what I'm going to do for the first time ever? I'm going to take my bathroom break before we begin. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, might as well. All right. This episode of Eyes Forward March is brought to you by Small Bladders Incorporated. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Sergeant Seagar is back. He reminds us all, don't forget to wipe. Oh, was I supposed to? (laughs) I mean, I don't sit down to pee, so I didn't think I needed to wipe. Well, you never know. Hmm. You're listening to Eyes Forward March, a podcast geared towards building the core of the non-commissioned officers. Heat up your MRE, crack open a cold rippet, and join your platoon daddies, Sergeant Bacon and Sergeant Seagar, as they continue to build networking skills, have some laughs, uplift morale, and talk about daily issues soldiers face. Let's begin. Wow, I was not expecting that to be so loud. Now, in post, that'll be toned down so the listener might not be able to hear how loud it was. But when I hit that button and that song played, we both flew back across the room. (laughs) And I haven't turned down to 75%. I I don't know what the hell's going on there. I don't know. You've been having the, the audio issues here, so. Yeah, well, I whether I've said it or not, you know, I had to basically wipe my computer start from scratch and um yeah some of these audio clips and some of the things that i just had sitting here in my soundboard i took for granted didn't have backed up and well uh, this is what you're getting no you know what that's fine ah it's all good yes yes it how is. uh how are things i haven't talked to you at all this week I actually kind of expected you to call me uh, about, uh, you know, 4.45, something like that today, and I didn't get that call. That's all right. Uh, I figured we were recording today. I know we're recording uh, all the way through, I believe, the end of April. No. Uh, uh, or we have one week. more. So the, so next week is the last week. So for those of you that don't know how to time travel, Sergeant Bacon is going to be uh, away on uh an EFM vacation furthering his career. So we're getting ahead of the curveball. And uh, if I left it in or not, I don't know. That's the uh, magic of editing. This is, we're recording for six weeks from today. So it's going to be kind of hard to talk about anything recent because it'll be old news by the time this comes out. (laughs) It'll be a, it's time for 
EFM history. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. I don't think we've ever been this far ahead, which is kind of nice. Because I was talking to the wife. She's like, she's like, oh, you're recording tonight? What are you recording? You're recording uh, Pandemic. I said, no. EFM is on Thursday nights. Pandemic is on usually Saturday or Sunday. Uh, Clear the Air is on this. And she's like, I can't keep track of your schedule. And I'm like, neither can I. Just tell her, look, Bacon's real sorry, but you're going to have like nine weeks of no recordings on Thursday. I don't, I don't think it's nine weeks. I think it was seven. Whatever. Yeah. You have an odd number of weeks mm-hmm. with no with no bacon. I might I might still have John come on. I might I might just do a sneak in episode there. Okay. Do I might do. I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think out of all the uh all the podcast hosts, I'm probably her favorite. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. That makes no I sense. It does. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, but, should we get uh, some military history out of the way? Yeah. Yeah, All let's right. do that. All right. So uh, let's see if we, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn this down just a little bit there, and then I'm going to hit this button. It's time for military history. Uh, wow, I could turn that down some more. You sure could. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, May 10th, 1773. George III gives the royal assessment to the T Act of, oops, I deleted a number. Must be 1773. <laughs> it just <laughs> says 773. <laughs> okay. But 1773, taxing all tea in the colonies. The principal objective of the act was to reduce the massive surplus of tea held by financially troubled British. East India Company in its London warehouses and to help the struggling company survive. Uh, do you know where this is going? I, I don't know, but I was just going to say that I feel like governments have a habit of dumping stuff out. Yes, it sure does. A related objective was to undercut the price of illegal tea that was smuggled into Britain's North American colonies. This was supposed to convince the colonists to purchase the company tea on which the Townsend duties were paid, thus implicitly agreeing to accept Parliament's right of taxation. The act granted the company the right to directly ship its tea to North America and the right to the duty-free export of tea from Britain. Although the tax imposed by the Townsend Acts and collected in the colonies, remained in force. Colonists in the 13 colonies recognized the implications of the Act's provisions and a coalition of merchants and smugglers that had opposed the Stamp Act of 1765 mobilized opposition to delivery and distribution of tea. The company's authorized consignees were harassed and in many colonies Successful efforts were made to prevent the tea from being landed in Boston. This resistance culminated in the Boston Tea Party on December 16th of 1773, when colonists, some disguised as Native Americans, 
boarded tea ships, anchored in the harbor, and dumped the tea cargo overboard. These actions further raised tensions that broke out in the American War of Independence. Man, I love tea. I really do. I haven't had tea for a really long time. When I was younger, there was tea everywhere. Sometimes I had to ask for tea. A lot of times I didn't. But tea is great. Yeah. The colonists thought it was great. They just didn't think they wanted to pay a tax on it. Yep. Consent is as easy as tea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. Dude, that was my favorite That's the best training training ever. Ever. (laughs) It's... It pisses me off because when it's funny, you learn from it and somebody gets offended and then you have to go back to dull, monotonous, serious PowerPoint presentations. It's like, like, seriously, I knew more about tea than anything else. Okay. We're jumping up to, uh, 1863. Okay. The South loses one of its boldest and most powerful generals. On this day, so May 10th of 1863, Thomas J., a.k.a. Stonewall Jackson, died of pneumonia a week after losing his arm when his own troops accidentally fired on him during the Battle of Chancellorville. In the first two years of the war, Jackson terrorized the Union and led his corps on bold marches. He was uh, the perfect complement to Robert E. Lee. And he had only uh, a rudimentary education, but he somehow secured an appointment to West Point after another young man from the same congressional district turned his appointment down. So what happens with West Point is you need a congressional like letter right. to get appointed, right? So it's, it's kind of a big deal. And so Ooch. this other guy didn't want to do it. So yeah. Street smart. Yeah. Jackson worked really hard and graduated number 17 out of 59 cadets. Upon graduating, he left the service in 1850 to teach at the Virginia Military Institute. And so we talked about this a while ago. After he died, and then his, after his horse died, his horse was named Little Sorrel. And they actually took it to a taxidermist and put it on display at the Virginia Military Institute. Okay. His horse. Okay. So at the Battle of Bull Run in July of 1861, Jackson earned the distinction by leading the attack that secured an advantage for the Confederates. Confederate General Bernard B., trying to inspire his troops, exclaimed, There stands Jackson like a stone wall, and provided one of the most enduring monikers in history. He later rejoined the Army of Northern Virginia for the Seven Days Battles, and his leadership was brilliant at the Second Battle of Bull Run in August of 1862. He soon became Lee's most trusted uh, commander, and the Battle of Chancellorville was Lee and Jackson's shining moment. Despite the fact that they faced an army twice the size of theirs, Lee's daringly split his force and sent Jackson around to the Union flank. So they were pretty well outnumbered. Right. And you'd never never want to split your force. But Lee is like, I think we can do this. And if basically 
we'll basically harass them, you know, on the, what, I guess on the front and take your team and your core, because Jackson was a core commander, take your core, come over and flank. And that leads into this. Well, there's only one way to find out if that shit will buff. Right. So a move, that move resulted in perhaps the army of the, how do you say it? Potomac. Potomac, most stunning defeat of the war. When nightfall halted the attack, Jackson rode forward to reconnoiter the territory for another assault. Rick and Morty? But reconnoiter. Oh. Damn near killed an oiter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which pizza company had the goiter? Uh, I don't know. I think it was Domino's. Wasn't it a goiter? No, the Noid. Oh, the Noid. Goiter was, goiter's like a skin disease. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. That's kind of what <laughs> Domino's is. Uh, so, Jackson, he's coming around at night, and he and his aides rode back to the lines while a group of rebels <laughs> opened fire and Jackson was hit three times. And a southern Meanwhile, bullet Grant shattered was his left arm. back with his herpes. <laughs> One of these days, we're going to get into uh, General Hooker and the origin of the word hookers. I can't tell Actually, you know what? I'll tell you that story right after okay, this. How's okay, that? yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, so it shattered his arm, and his arm was amputated the next day. And soon, Napo- uh, Napoleon, pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> he suffered from Napoleon. Pneumonia set in. Jackson quickly began to fade, and he died as he had wished on the Sabbath day, May 10th of 1863, with these last words. Let us cross over the river and rest under the shade of trees. Okay, so hookers. Right? <laughs> so during the Civil hookers. War, there was a general, General Hooker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he was kind of a ladies' man, and so he would have this traveling harem of women. And so the story goes that as uh, he would walk by, you know, with his harem, the the soldiers would be like. Who, 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 whose are those? Who this and pimp? The, the other NCOs, the senior NCOs would be like, well, well, those are hookers. Oh. And hence brought on. Hookers like general hookers. They belong general to hookers. hooker. Uh, right. Yeah. That, yeah. And okay. it just kind of stuck. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Bud Light presents. No. <laughs> Fuck Bud Light. All that Real shit going on with Bud Light genius. right now? No. I heard about that. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, in 1865, Jefferson Davis, president of the fallen Confederate government, is captured with his wife and his entourage near Irwinville, Georgia, by a detachment of the Union General James H. Wilson's cavalry. On April 2nd of 1865, the Confederate defeat at Petersburg was imminent 
and General Robert E. Lee informed President Davis that he could no longer protect Richmond and advised the Confederate government to evacuate. Davis and his cabinet fled to Danville, Virginia, and with Robert E. Lee's surrender on April 9th, deep into the South, Lee's surrender of his massive army of North Virginia effectively ended the Civil War. And during the next few weeks, during uh, the remaining Confederate armies surrendered one by one. Davis was devastated by the fall of the Confederacy, and he refused to admit defeat. He hoped to flee to a sympathetic foreign nation such as Britain or France. A certain amount of controversy surrounds his capture, but I picked this part because I think this is funny. But as Davis was wearing his wife's black shawl when the Union troops cornered him, the northern press ridiculed him as a coward, alleging that he had disguised himself as a woman in an ill-fated attempt to escape. Damn, that's one ugly bitch. Yeah. Dude, you got a stash. You got a goiter. Davis was then indicted for treason, but was never tried. The federal government feared that Davis would be able to prove to a jury that the Southern Secession of 1860 was legal. Huh. Yeah. And finally... In 1869, in a remote corner of Utah, the presidents, presidents, presidents of the Union Pacific and the Central Pacific Railroads meet and drive in a ceremonial last spike into a rail line that connects their railroads and makes the transcontinental railroad service possible for the first time in U.S. history. And that happened at Promontory Point, Utah, with the gold spike and forever closed the chapter of U.S. history. In 1866, starting in Omaha and in Sacramento, the Union Pacific and Central Pacific Railroads began working towards each other across a northern route. And the land grants offered the government uh, an incentive for their work. In their eagerness for land, the two lines built right past each other, and the final meeting place had to be renegotiated. And on May 10th of 1869, they met at Promontory Point, Utah. That was military history! So, let me get this straight. We have people dumping tea and booze... We have just tea. Oh, just tea. Oh, yeah, because we haven't gotten to the booze yet. We just know that right. governments dump everything. We got one guy traveling with AIDS, another one with herpes, a couple hookers, and then a couple dudes that like to play with trains. Oh, and don't forget the uh, president of the Confederacy dressed like a woman. Oh, yeah. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> Military history in the now. if military history happened in 2023 military now in history (laughs) military and history for military now so we've got a cross-testing president general with aids general with hookers general herpes two guys with trains 
two guys running trains. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's got to drive this bus. Two guys running trains with hookers. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, would it be fair to say that we've gotten this far and it's already derailed? But oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Did you just try to do the kazoo backwards? I did. did. Wow. <laughs> Reverse kazoo girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be an easy edit. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> <laughs> the sounds of silence yeah it's time for military history delete and that was military history. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be seven minutes oh man so what else is going on man not much honestly just trying to get through all the uh all the dumb yeah right like yeah fucking group chat oh yeah I hate group chats and like you got all these guys with all the answers, you know, in this group chat, and they got everybody all confused. And then, so I get an email today from somebody in my unit that says, "Hey, I got approved today to start walks on April nineteenth." I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's when I start walks." And I've had like over a month. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, you are going to get bombarded with information. <laughs> and right. she's like, oh my God, thank you for like dumbing this down basically so that I can follow along. <laughs> yeah. But she needs blackboard access. She needs like, oh my God. Like, and Yeah, a little late a to the lesson. game. Yeah. yeah, but it's like Open. Teams. You know, we use Teams now, a Microsoft product, and and it's basically just like a text chat group for everybody in the team. And people just don't know how to use it, and it, it it's just a complete mess. Yeah, so I totally understand it. I hate group chats. Uh, we did it when we went to SLC. We did the group chat. Yeah. I never responded. I barely paid attention to it. I quickly went like around the room and like, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. And then we got down to like the core four, core five. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There was, you know, and that core depended kind of on, you know, because sometimes Frankie was involved. Right. In that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it was sometimes, there was know, a there core was and then it had a nice, buffer like yeah we'll let you in come in whenever you want you know yeah but i th i think that's a thing that's happening though um with technology is that so many people don't really understand um the difference between business technology and personal technology yeah. um and so with those chat groups uh what i love is that it's like people see something they're reading through it they're searching they're trying to find an answer to something and they find the first thing that matches what they what makes sense to them, and then they run with it like it's gospel. And it's like, whoa, hold on! If you dig a little deeper, you're gonna find out that that person had no idea what they were talking about, and this is actually what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what's going on. Uh, and I'll say, for instance, the question yesterday was, okay. So we have to bring in ACH. <laughs> yep. 
Do but we have I to only bring got a cover? K-Pod. Yeah. Oh, do, do we, we have, have to bring, bring a cover, cover for, for the yeah. ACH? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, why wouldn't you? Well, if you've, if you have not been issued one, then I would say you could argue that point, but you're also going to walks. So go out and buy yourself a $6 cover. Right. Or whatever it is. Yeah. So I, I fired back. I'm like, I'm leaving mine on because it's easier just to take it off than it is to run around trying to find one. Right. And these guys are like, yeah, I'm taking mine off. I'm leaving it off. I'm not just going to bring it. Yep. Well, our tack is in the fucking group chat. So guess what you think the uniform of the day is going to look like? <laughs> right. And that's what somebody needs to say is like, hey, I don't want to be, I'm not trying to be the front runner here, but like any time that you go to any type of formal education from the day you put your boots on for the first time all the way to the end, uniformity is key. So right. somebody make a damn decision. We're all going to have covers or we're all not going to have covers. Yep. And that's what it's going to end up being. At the same time, I don't want to, I don't want to be like, there's guys that are so eager. Yeah. And for me, this is just a, this is a check the box. Right. Right. For me, this is not the defining moment of my career. But you did bring up a valid point though, right? What's that? If you have it on, leave it on. Because if right. the if the call is to take it off, it's way easier to get it off than it is to put it back on. Well, that and to find one to put on. If, if you, you don't, don't already have it, one. Right. If you don't bring it at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I good agree. luck. They're not gonna have a hundred of them at SIF. Oh, here, and I believe I fully believe that they they walk in there like they you said the the cadre the instructor whatever he's called he's in that chat or she they're seeing this they're gonna go to the PX and they're gonna be like hey put all your Kevlar covers in the back don't take them out for three weeks right exactly yeah you know, I mean that's what I would do if I was the cadre and I saw that that conversation happening let's you you want to play stupid let's play stupid yeah you play stupid games you win stupid prizes mm-hmm. yeah so just bring it because you were issued a, it bring it because you were issued it if you haven't been issued it go get it especially if you're going to an officer school right yeah if you're going to a senior enlisted school just go freaking buy it it's not that bad yeah. But, if you're going to or, any PME. Yeah. Uh, unless you want form. to legitimately argue the fact that, hey, I, I, I wasn't issued or I've turned mine in because it was damaged. I haven't received a new one back from supply. Then you could argue that. Right. But, but that's going to be one or two people. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Right. You yeah. know. And it's an active other... duty base, too. So they have a CIF. Yes, they do. But they also are going to be running... They've got EIT kids going through there and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so, I mean, that they're going to have priority, you know? Yeah, no, but that's an option, you know? I mean, if right. I was strapped yeah. for cash, then I'd go to CIF, see if I can get it. If I can't get it, then I'd go to the PX and figure it out, you know? Right. Yep. But, I mean, that's just stupid shit that people 
worry too much about because I, I deal with right. this with people requesting information from me they're like oh we need this we need this we need this like okay well how bad do you need it because i've got these other things that have a higher priority level so while you're freaking out about these little things such as a freaking kevlar cover it's not that freaking important what are they gonna right. do spank you take away your birthday you have to go do some push-ups. Yeah, make okay. a fuss for thirty minutes and then move on. That's so yeah, go minor. Write a memo. Yeah, right. right, go write a memo. It's so minor. It's. I mean, right. that's the name of the game. It's just show up, participate, do your best, and work through the bullshit. It's not everything is a freaking crisis. No, it doesn't require a thirty-minute group chat discussion. No, no, and that's why I never like I. Put that shit on mute. I never wanted to be part of those. And what I love is when it becomes three or four different group messages and people will like, I'm not in this one, but that's where this information was put out. And then I'm like, I didn't know that. I never heard that. Well, we put that out. Well, okay, but not where I saw it. Not in the message, not in the group chat I was in. Right. Yeah. You know, you forgot about me. Yeah. It's, it's got about Dre. (laughs) I like that. That that was nice. Uh, so let's but, see. Today is the sixth, so of it's, April. Uh, Cat, yeah, it's Corporal Cat Lady's birthday. Oh, nice! Happy birthday, Corporal Cat Lady. Yeah, she was pretty excited. So that's happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I, it. I, you yeah, know, she's enjoy them now so while you're young, old. because when you get older, they're not really that big of a deal. Uh. Bacon Bits is on uh, Easter break. So <laughs> there you go. Good, good thing we didn't sign them to, you know, to a contractor. <laughs> right. <laughs> this job don't pay me. He's silent quitting. Yeah. Just give us the Irish goodbye. You're right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all good. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's busy, but it's not super busy. I, I know it's just, we're like we've said before, it's gearing up, getting everything um, prepped in advance, and then uh, you know being able to take a break and get some of the other stuff done that we need to get done. Um, so I think we're sitting in a good spot. I'm not too worried about it, and uh, you know hopefully we can. Uh, well, you not you. You're going to be at school, so you're not going to enjoy your summer. So whatever. Right. Yeah, and we just. Uh... We just got piss pounded with five and a half more inches of snow yesterday. Well, come on. Five and a half inches isn't that big. On top of 76 inches. Okay. Now you're just getting is. worked. Right. Yeah. Interstate which is, which is crazy because how far away are we? Like seven, eight hours, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Like and 700 miles. Yeah. And it like, it's in the sixties today. I mean, it's, it's thirties. 30 35 in the morning when you wake up but by the time you go home five o'clock it's 65 it, it's getting we're gonna hit 80 in in the next week we finally saw 40 degrees last saturday oh shit it was the first time in like 144 days yeah well you're you're on the top of the world where you get six months of dark six months of light right Maybe it's six months. It feels like eight. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like even uh, you know the uh, the spoiler crew gets uh, gets warmer temperatures than I do. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, well, you're you're in that uh, 
you're in that piss belt. Uh, all that cold that comes off of the Rockies just comes right into you. Yeah. You know, and then all that stuff that's like, fuck Canada, I'm coming to the United States. It's like, oh, here's a good place to crash. <laughs> right. Right. I wonder what the exchange rate on snowfall is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was, <laughs> wait a second. Feet sounds better than meters. Let's hit this shit. <laughs> right. Feet's bigger. No, meters are bigger. <laughs> meters are bigger. <laughs> Our one meter is your one foot. Yes. Um, no. But yeah. Like a meter is like 39 think, inches. Uh, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, or or is it is uh, three feet in a yard is what I'm thinking of. Three feet. You're thinking a meter. Or three feet is a yard. Yeah, okay. That's you're what I was meters thinking and of. yards. Yeah. Fucking metric conversion. I don't even God. care. Metric system. Oh, uh, well, brother, you got anything else to add, or let's cut this one off early and enjoy a little bit of nightlife and uh yeah. keep on trucking. Let's do it. We'll see you next time. Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30 mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcast EFM at gmail.com. Or follow podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. All views and opinions expressed in this episode were brought to you by the Alabama Air Force and in no way reflect the thoughts and opinions of Sergeant Seagar, Sergeant Bacon, or the Army in its entirety. Piss off, Alabama. <laughs> I'm going to be living in Alabama for like five weeks. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Oh, well. Uh, I'll piss in Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hitting stop. All right. Uh, Wait, what you got to say? Two to lose or uh, skin skin of my tip? And uh, stop ruining my friends. (laughs) You'll never take me alive. (laughs) 